A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. No, no, I'm really interested in your poop. Let's talk. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am John Arbray. And I am Heather B. Armstrong. We're back after an unscheduled week off because life, I guess, <laughs> or, or near death, really, depending on how you want to look at it. Somehow, we both were just battling health crap at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much has happened since we last recorded holy shit yeah because i mean it's been now a week and a half at least yeah. since our our last time mm-hmm. yeah i i woke up i guess it was i guess it was tuesday so lexton had been sick over the weekend and he has he has terrible allergies and i would say 50 percent of the time really bad allergy season leads to a cold for him that's just what happens mm-hmm. So I kind of passed that off because it happens all the time and I don't ever get sick. And then I went to bed on Monday. And you know that really familiar feeling as a parent where you're like, am I sick? Is this maybe sick? Am I going to get sick? (laughs) And that happens a lot. And usually you wake up the next day and it's fine. And that was not the case. I woke up and felt like I wanted to die. I had 101 degree fever. It was a really hot day in Chicago and I was shivering and my throat hurt so bad I could barely talk and it was not a great way to start a week. No, no. Fortunately, Lexton was probably 90% better by then. So it was just one person being sick, but God, it's been, I have not had a fever in Honestly, probably a decade. Really? It still sucks a lot. It's terrible, isn't it? Like there's something about a fever that makes you miserable. You feel miserable. And I kind of felt like I was half present. Yes. I was was still working and I was still doing things, but I sort of felt like I was just floating around. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that that was awful. And you just, it's almost like a bad high where you're just like, make it stop. Just make it stop. Yeah. I just and it just to lingers. End. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's now a week later and I'm still battling some congestion. There's no fever and I'm largely better, but it's going to hang on for a while, I think. Yeah. Those, those do linger, especially if you've got a sore throat because then it starts to move around your head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like when you have, I feel like when you have congestion and a sore throat, there's just no escaping it. Yeah. Because when you're super congested and then you just finally accept the fact that you're going to be a mouth breather for two days, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Except when your throat hurts and mouth breathing hurts and it's just, it's a mess. So I texted you shortly before we were supposed to record and basically said, I have no voice. Let's take it off. And you're like, oh yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think, I don't think I was in bed that day. I think I was, I don't don't remember. I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) And your week kind of just 
progressed along that path of illness? Yeah, so I saw a podiatrist uh, a couple days after we recorded last time. And to check on my feet because I couldn't feel my toes. My toes were very tingly and numb on both both feet. Oh, both feet. Well, there we go. Both feet. And I knew that compensation can lead to other injuries in your body because you're sort of limping and you can get back pain. And But I got pain in my foot. So I went to the podiatrist and he was not hot. He was not hot. Okay. <laughs> no. And, I, and it was a, it was a pretty long wait to get him in the room and then he did sort of an inspection he said let's go do x-rays so i have no idea they couldn't give me an estimate on how much it was going to cost but i went to go get x-rays and they wheeled me in a wheelchair down to get x-rays and kept forgetting about me like they just left you in the hall they left me in the hallway and this guy one of the assistants is like oh you're up next and then i'd wait another 10 minutes and then oh you're up next and they know I was there for 45 minutes and I got up and I walked back to the room where Pete was. And I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this. I'm so, I'm so done. I'm not doing this. I was just so mad. I was just mad. And he's like, we are going back there and I'm getting you in the room right now. We're not leaving. We're not leaving. I mean, after you wait, it's like you're almost more determined. Yeah. But at that point, like we had, a, we had somewhere to be that night. We had Bonnie Vera that night. Ah, and okay. Yeah, and that's and it was across town, and we had to get our kids situated, and I was just, I was just, so I know I'm complaining. I have health care. I shouldn't complain, but um, what what is my middle name? Heather Baumclain Armstrong. Baumclain. <laughs> and he looked at the X-rays when they came through, and the fracture break in my right foot uh, has mostly healed, like ninety nine percent. He said, though, the pain that I'm feeling in both feet, and he could tell on the x-ray, you are not, you can't see him on the x-ray other than a little fuzziness in the bone, uh, stress fractures. In both feet? In both feet. So, so compensation-related stress fractures. Compensation-related stress fracture in the side of my left foot causing the, all of my left toes to go numb, and then... I have a stress fracture on top of the old fracture on my right foot causing pain on everywhere on that foot. It's on my ankle. It's on the top of my foot. It's in my toes. And he said, you know, you could put the boot back on, but he's like, the problem with that is you're going to compensate and you're going to get, you know, there's going to be a lot of other things going wrong. He said, I would just really, 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 really take it easy and maybe get some physical therapy and whatnot. So. <sighs> so the foot continues. The foot continues. Some days are better than others. But there are so many stairs in this house that I I have to make sure that I have everything that I need before I go downstairs. And often, I mean, I forget things. You know, you go back to your bedroom to get in, and I'm at home alone working. So I can't have anybody go get the thing that I need from upstairs. And so the stairs are making it so that this recovery is a very long, 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 ongoing situation. It's hard. It's hard. 
I don't know. I think I, I feel crazy. I feel like people don't take me seriously and they don't understand. Like, I'm limping and I am limping. Just from pain, but also because I just don't want it to get worse. And I know I look weird. <laughs> so, in addition to that, I saw I got an endoscopy. That's right. That was kind of like the nightcap to your week, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well... I was going to tell this story really quick that I saw a new gastroenterologist because the other one, Mr. Uh, Hot Chilean doctor, was very convinced that it was one thing that I had like irritable bowel syndrome or just needed just needed to get things going again. Right. Um, But then it moved into my gut. And so it was not only a bowel issue, it was a gut issue. And so I went to a different gastroenterologist. (laughs) (laughs) suddenly this i'm gonna call him a kid he's in med school this kid walks in and i'm like fuck like straight up calvin klein underwear model and i was like he introduces himself and i'm like "Uh, i think you're in the wrong room (laughs) and he's like no i've you know i'm dr so-and-so's assist like i'm i'm a med student and i'm i'm working alongside him and i'm like I am not talking to you about my bowels. <laughs> did you actually say that to him? I did oh, say it awesome. to him, like straight out. He got a little red in the face and he started laughing. And he said, listen, I got into this because this is what I wanted to study. And I'm interested in how, you know, all these things work. And don't don't worry about it. Don't be embarrassed. And I was like, that doesn't help. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm really interested in your poop. Let's talk. <laughs> And I was like, really? Really? Uh, but he asked a whole bunch of really great questions and like he really wanted to dive deep. And so they, the doctor came in and they sort of, we went through the history of everything and they ordered an endoscopy for my stomach and all of the gear down in my stomach. And um, the, the results came back completely normal. No cancer, no ulcers. They're doing biopsies for um, enzymes. But the very interesting thing about that whole situation, um, they maybe I'm developing a, a tolerance to propofol, um, which they give you. This procedure was like five to seven minutes long, and I could hear them talking the entire time. Oh, wow. Yeah. But your eyes were closed. You couldn't see anything. I couldn't see anything, and I couldn't feel anything, but I could hear them talking. And I couldn't say anything to say, I don't think it's working, guys. I don't, like, you need to give me more. Like, I couldn't move my mouth. So, yeah, it was weird. It's very strange. Did they say anything exciting? No, it was, I couldn't make out actual words. I could just hear them chattering. Oh, gotcha. Okay. You just knew there were people so, talking. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't the nearly, I was really excited <laughs> to go under again. <laughs> oh man. I was really excited because it's fun. It's really fun to go under propofol. And, um, and I was like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't the fun ride that it usually is. I hope you told so. them that. Like this was not as good as last time. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, I told the last two nurses, there were like 16 nurses that I encountered, and I told the last two about it, and they were like, whoa, okay, well, like, yeah, there I am, listening to you talk <laughs> as you explore my stomach. Um, 
and I, I'm, I'm happy that there's no ulcers and there's no cancer, but I would really like to understand what's going on. And everybody's sending me stories and there's so many possibilities and it's just a matter of getting down to what it really is. And that may take a very, very long time. And in the meantime, I, I'm dealing with gut pain that is sometimes so crippling that I can't, I can't get out of bed or I can't eat. And yes, I am slimmer than normal, but my gut pain is so bad that I can't like, I'll have something to eat and suddenly like I'm lying on the ground. So that's fun. That's the thing about like negative test results is it's, it's good, but it's also like you, you get them and walk out and you're like, okay, well now I'm exactly where I was when I started. Mm -hmm. I don't have, not that you wanted it to come back and be like, oh yeah, you definitely have severe ulcers. But at least if that's what they said, you'd be like, oh, well that makes a lot of sense now. (laughs) Now I get it. Now I get it. Whereas. Yeah. Well, hopefully, (sighs) hopefully they figure something out with the enzymes or. You know, you, you mentioned this about coming back from Europe and the food is different here than it is there. Yes. You, You mentioned that to me and. My pharmacist the next day mentioned it to me because they use a different wheat over there than we use here. Like mostly, they mostly use a different wheat than we use here. It's a different strain of wheat. That I did not know. That's interesting though. Yeah. And um, I've heard so many stories since then about people coming back or living elsewhere, coming to the States, eating here and having severe, severe, severe stomach and gut pain. And so I started reading about wheat intolerances and grain strains and that sort of thing and yeah so i don't know i have a bacterial infection in my eye Ooh, well that's fun <laughs> Matt, like like you i was going to bed one night and i was like oh my eye kind of aches like it was just like a dull ache and then i woke up the next morning and it was swollen shut oh yeah and itchy as fuck. Oh my god. I wanted to scratch my eyeball out, but I can't. Oh yeah. So and then and then my arthritis. Oh god. <laughs> this is when I went to the GI, they had all this paperwork for me to fill out, like seventeen pages of paperwork. And I looked at the woman and I said, uh I can't write. I can't hold a pencil. My arthritis is so bad in my hands. I can't hold a pencil or a pen. And she was like, okay, we'll have the nurse figure it out. And the nurse was like, you can't hold a pen. I'm like, I cannot hold a pen. I am 44 years old. And the arthritis in my thumbs is so bad that I can't hold a pen. So hands, feet, stomach, Mm -hmm. eye. Stomach, eye. Yeah. It's like dominoes, man. I mean, I, uh, who was I talking to with dominoes? And it's, it also just gives me a better understanding of people who um, live with pain that they can't, they either can't diagnose or they can't fix. And it makes me so much more sympathetic to them and what they live with on a daily basis, because this has been going on for so long. And it, every day I have no idea like what's going to flare up. And I try to not to think about it and I try to stay hopeful and I try to like look for answers and I'm 
I'm cutting out, you know, bread and trying to see if anything makes a difference. And I have so much more sympathy for people in chronic pain. And you're like, oh, well, it's not that bad. Right. I know. I know I've been that person who thinks maybe maybe it's a lot. Maybe maybe it's going on in their head. Right. Maybe they're making it worse because they're thinking about it. I just want to hit me. I want to hit myself. And I think that's a really common like I, I know that I've had that thought process. Like I think I'm sure they were sick, but now it's probably just in their head. Yeah. Which is really stupid because I mean, we've had so many conversations on this podcast about how people make those comments like, well, you should just be grateful for what you have and then you wouldn't feel depressed. Maybe if you smiled more, you wouldn't be depressed. It's like, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Maybe if you didn't think about the arthritis in your thumbs, then you would be able to hold a pen. Right. If you would just eat, <laughs> there would be no more gut pain. It's like, yeah, Exactly. But if no. you would just eat. And, uh... And I've, and because I've, I'm talking about this, so many people are opening up to me about sort of undiagnosable things that they've been through and how horrifying it was and how long it went on. And yeah, I, I've, I've really heard a ton of stories and so many different illnesses that took so, 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 so long to figure out. I am now sort of in that camp where it's just like, okay, what do we do now? Um, and I have to I have to wait two weeks to go back to the GI. And I asked him, well, what do I do in the meantime? Yeah. <laughs> I can't take ibuprofen. So I feel all of the pain in my feet. All of it. Wow. Here we are. I mean, we're both we still the- sort of standing. <laughs> it's one of those things, though, where not that anyone like ever picks a time to be sick, but it was funny on my end in that depressing kind of funny way where like the weekend before I got sick I had I did nothing I spent the entire weekend at home Lexton was with Heather and I did like a bunch of cleaning and sorting and organizing things that have just been sitting around for six months papers that needed to be filed all these different things like top to bottom clean and spent a ton of time planning curriculum for mm-hmm. Lexington's homeschool and then woke up Tuesday, like could barely think straight. And it just felt like all of that prep work was for nothing. Right. Which sucked. Yeah. And you and I think about things that way. I think, and it compounds our like frustration that you did all that work and then you got sick and you. <laughs> right. It, it's like, what? why did this happen just now? Like, couldn't it wait until I had finished all of that? Cause you had such good intentions. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not like all that work is wasted. It's just, I, I honestly, I maybe that's like the, I just need to flip the thinking and like, well, the house was spotlessly clean. So even though I was, you know, half alive for a week, at least I didn't feel like I had chores to do so that it was good. Yeah. But still just, ugh. And Lily is not at a dog age yet where she is able to register that you don't feel good and will therefore want to spend <laughs> quality and very low-key time with you. She's like, no, fuck off. Play with me. I still have a toy and lots of energy. 
She did, though. You mentioned stairs, and it made me remember. As we've talked, she comes up the stairs as you go down and then wraps herself around your feet, and it's a disaster. And as I was coming down the stairs, she decided to come up kind of at an angle and made it three or four stairs up and somehow lost her back footing and kind of slid on her belly with all of her legs straight out all the way down to the bottom and then stood up and did this casual like look around to see if anyone noticed and then just sauntered off like nothing had happened it was great oh oh oh, i love that dog from afar oh (laughs) she is she is excellent oh that's really sweet um my dog probably doesn't want to be around well yeah, I think I've yelled at her enough because she gets right again. She won't get out from underneath me. So I'm just constantly going. Ugh! That's all I do now at her. And she knows to run away. Oh, God. <laughs> but so this is going to lead into a couple of discussions. Um, you were talking about doing all that prep work. There are because of the book tour and then the extension of the book tour to Chicago and then getting my kids ready for New York and then us leaving for Europe and being gone for so long, a lot of shit around the house has gone. Oh God. To shit. Like there's, yeah, it's gone to shit. Like there's piles of things and things unorganized and unopened mail and all this stuff just everywhere. And you are like me where like, I need a clean desk and I need a clean room and I need something to get my head in a workable space. I need to be in a organized space right and even like if my office is clean but i know there's a pile of unopened mail on the kitchen counter it kind of mm -hmm. lingers in the back of my mind and takes up headspace that i need yeah yeah and over the over labor day weekend is when i had the flare-up because i'm pretty sure it was the ibuprofen and i was in bed my feet were screaming at me and so i was in bed for three days and i was just so mad because I had plans to do to organize the laundry room, to organize my office, to organize my clothes, to get rid of half of my clothes, to like I had all these plans and there I was stuck in bed, unable to get up. And it sort of compounds it in your head where it's just like, oh God, so not only am I sick, I'm mad. Right, exactly. <laughs> so and I'm gonna go ahead and admit this. I don't care if I get arrested. Um <laughs> So I, because of Amsterdam, we're going to have this discussion. Because of Amsterdam, I learned a lot about um, a certain drug that I have never been really interested in. Um, My experiences with pot uh, were mostly bad in the past. And so it's not a drug that I ever liked to partake of. Um, Have you done pot? I smoked pot one time when I was 18 and drunk so i'm just gonna say no because i don't have a lot of recollection in terms of what it did nor do i think i would have noticed because i was i was definitely drunk already oh. <laughs> it was it was in college and i i just remember i smoked it out of a out of somehow out of a mountain dew bottle it was a, it was a very college pot experience and it wasn't bad. Um, I just don't. My only memory is that it did nothing, so I've never really had any interest in revisiting. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, pot can make you certain. So there's strains of 
cannabis, of pot, of weed. It is an there amazing world. Yeah. Like, there, there are so many options. I have, I have some friends who smoke it. I have friends who live in states where it's legal, so the dispensaries are there. And it's it's wild. Yeah. And they know... Uh, they know a lot. The, the dispensaries, you know, know what they're. They know exactly. Well, what con- what do you want to feel? Right. Or you are know? you having trouble sleeping? Then this is the one you want to yes. smoke. Or yeah. Right. Um, and there's a certain strain that gets you really like loopy high. Um, and then there's a strain that makes you like it can take it can actually ease your pain. Yes. Um, and and um sativa and indica um are the two the ones i'm most familiar with um and so i believe it's indica that makes you loopy high and i don't like it (laughs) unless it's like mixed perfectly it makes me uh it makes me want to scream because i get really paranoid and i get kind of nauseated and if it's mixed correctly you're giggling forever (laughs) Um, but the, the, uh, sativa, um, and if I, if this is all wrong, please correct me. Sativa is more of a like calming, relaxing, pain relief, sleep, makes you just a tiny bit hungry, which is sort of good because it was easing my stomach pain as well. See, I'm going to get arrested. Medical (laughs) use. It's complete because I don't want to get high. Like I don't want, I don't, I have no desire to get high. I have a desire for my headache to stop. I've been getting headaches for the last week. So there's that as well. We need to add that to the list. I was getting a headache so bad that, and maybe it's caused by the infection in my eye, but it was coming in right behind the eyeball that's infected and like throbbing my entire skull. So our friend went to California and brought back these 2.5. It's like the lowest dosage that you can get. It's this tiny mint. It was like a miracle. It was a miracle. Like, it absolutely stunned me what it did for me. My, I had no anxiety. I was super calm. My, the pain everywhere was gone. Like, I felt super just like relaxed. And I went, when I went to bed that night, I was just like totally asleep. I was like, oh my God, this is why people do this. Did did you what? want them to bring it back to try that, or is this just you happened to? No, okay. it had been. They gave it to us like back in like March, and it had just been sitting there because I was like, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do it. And we explained to her like some of my symptoms, and she's like, you you should try just one, just try one. And it was unbelievable what it did for me. I actually had a conversation with my mother about this and I don't think she'll be mad, but my mother was talking about how, so there was an, there's an initiative that was put on the ballot in Utah to make medical marijuana legal. And we voted for it overwhelmingly. Utah voted for this. (laughs) That's the first step. And it always starts with medical. Yeah. And my mother, my mother is in severe, severe, she's got severe arthritis in her feet. And my sister has arthritis in what's called bursitis in her hip. Bursitis, okay. Bursitis. And she's in severe pain. And both of them have, like, we can't take that much ibuprofen because we, it starts to burn our entire bodies up. And my mom was even saying that she was like, wouldn't it be amazing if, she could go to the doctor and she could get some relief because she's on her feet all day. 
And, you know, if she could get, you know, so I told her about this mint and she was just like, "Ah." she's like, Heather, I I do not judge you for this at all. Um, And how much better is it for me that I'm doing that than taking an NSAID or an an acid, uh, you know, these artificial things that are burning up my body when I, they're just like natural plant (laughs) that can ease the pain for me. At a certain point, it just comes down to searching for what works. What's so great about um, making it legal and having like dispensaries is that people know what they're doing and they know what they're growing and they know like you know what to give you for um, the pain that you're in or what what you need to feel. And again, I don't like getting high. Uh, I just want to not feel a headache or a, my gut pain or my foot pain. Yeah, and if it works, it works. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get arrested. <laughs> I mean, medical's almost legal, so. Well, it is almost legal, and they're in the legislature. They're, uh, it's all fucked up because it's federally, it's not legal, and the government wants to take it over. In Utah, they want it to be a government-run situation, except that they're running into federal regulations that make that impossible so it's a it's fucked up so it's it's ongoing it's not going to happen for a while um and but honestly it is like the lowest dosage that you can get and yesterday i was like fuck it yesterday my feet were feeling good and i had to get my office organized in order to be able to work so i spent most of my day on my feet walking back and forth back and forth and I was doing loads and loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of laundry that I needed to catch up on to help organize the laundry room and then the headache started and then uh yeah so I Pete got home and I (laughs) I was sitting I decided to sit down and take a break and at this point, Marlo is at home, and I honestly feel like I'm hurting. I'm hurting a rogue sheep with that kid. Hurting a rogue sheep. I'm hurting a, a rogue sheep who likes to jump fences and just wander around. I I can't. She won't focus. I cannot get her on task. I'm constantly like, go read, go read, go read, go read. It's a constant, constant, constant. And my head was throbbing and my feet were throbbing and he walked in and I just started, it was, <laughs> it was like that reaction when you see your mom and you've held it all together all day long. <laughs> I did that with him. He walked in and I just silently just started crying. <laughs> and I was like, I just, I just don't want to live like this. I just don't want to be in pain. And he's like, well, why didn't you take one? And I was like, I don't know because it's not legal. <laughs> So I took a minute and I felt so much better. Like it was that fast. It was ridiculous. And um, it just, like I, like I'm i going to raise my hand and go, I'm a, I'm a test subject here. Like I, my headache immediately went away. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But this is what I wanted to tell you. <laughs> and, I, and I know that if I get arrested, whatever. Um, whatever. Um, so this morning I got up and I was feeling better. My feet were feeling better. I didn't eat anything this morning because I'm scared to death. That's where I am at. I'm scared to death to put anything in my body. And I started organizing the laundry room like crazy. And right before we started recording, I Googled on YouTube how to fold a fitted sheet. Oh, hell yeah. Did you follow it? Guess what? Guess what? You have a beauti- beautifully folded fitted sheet. So the first video that came up was only a minute and 15 seconds. And I think that's what's been tripping me up is I'm watching those videos that are like seven or eight minutes long. Oh. Now, this basically, there was no talking. It was music, a woman, and there's like words on the screen. And... I folded three fitted fucking sheets. I'm so proud. I mean, you would be very, they're not ironed. That's not the ironed. next step. Though. And I'm not, I can't, I can't waste my time oh, doing you that. Will. Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. Isn't it satisfying was, though to see a well was, folded fitted sheet? Oh my God. Like the room it saves. Like it doesn't look like you just shoved shit. Like, like, I would just tumble it up and just throw it on the shelf. It looks so beautiful. And there's so much more room. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's just a perfect Like, it freed stack. up, like, four feet. Of, yeah. It was amazing. And, like, it took me a couple tries to get it right. But then I got it right. And it, like, clicked. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm a convert to the cult of the folded fitted sheet. <laughs> it's because on, like, that first try, second try, you really just want to burn the house to the ground. But yeah. then you figure it out and you realize, like, I know that everybody laughs at it, but at a certain point you realize that it's, it's actually super easy once you get the hang yeah. of doing it. Yeah. I, it is easier it's, to ball it up, I know, but it's very easy to fold. You just have to keep the corners together and then straighten out the other side and that L shape. And then once you get that part really, really down, then you're good to go, right? Exactly. And I, I I wanted to call you right then and just show you how much space it, it saved <laughs> in my laundry room. <laughs> that alone is worth learning how to do a fitted sheet, just the space. It totally because um, you can you can stack things. My my linen closet yes. is like not wide enough to have two sets of sheets side by side, but you can have one set on its side beside another set and when they're folded in this nice little rectangular stack you can do that and it's yeah. amazing 
It's it's absolutely. And I there are four kids in this house, you know, half the month, and and then two for the other half of the month. There are so many towels and so many like we just have to have a lot on hand. So there's our laundry room. It's bigger than normal, but it's filled with dirty clothes and sheets and rags that you can use to clean and rags that you can use to clean up messes and all that shit. There's, you got to organize it. Oh yeah. And those fitted sheets were being very, very selfish. (laughs) Sheets and towels though. They're like, you always need more than you think. Mm Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you go to mix a salad, you always need a bigger bowl than you think. (laughs) Always need more towels and sheets. I, I, I wish I could remember who wrote this on Twitter and I haven't tried it, but I'm very intrigued. But someone, I think it was part of a, a discussion on ironing sheets because I follow exciting Twitter. <laughs> and someone was saying, iron your bath towels. Just trust me. What? I, I know. I can't think of why. But I feel like I need to now, just to see. What? Because they're not Uh. wrinkly, so I don't know what you're going to get out of that. Yeah, because then you're going to get it wet, and then it's going to get, I don't know. Hmm. I know, but it sounds so pointless that makes me think there's some, like, hidden benefit that I'm missing. Because if I can enhance my towel experience, I'm all over that shit. (laughs) <laughs> I will iron my towels. I'm not above that. We actually just got new towels, and that was a bad decision that day to walk through IKEA. Oh God, uh, that was really Walking bad. Through IKEA really is a bad, bad decision. decision. Almost every day. Almost every day. Yeah, we we went pretty like we didn't stop very often, but that by by like halfway through, you know, the bottom floor where all the products are, that's when my feet were like stop walking um but they have these really really nice plush towels there right now that are almost like luxury towels at ikea um and you've used them now like they're good even in use yeah oh they're great in use yeah to check like all of my kitchen towels are ikea yeah they well are they good ones they are i i cannot remember the name they're like 79 cents a towel they're like white with a pink or red stripe on either side. The red stripe, yeah. They're so damn good. That, they're good, but they do stain easily. Yeah, they do stain. I will say that. They do stain easily, but in terms of like they're really absorbent. Yeah. That you can almost use them as a cheesecloth. Mm-hmm. Cause I so I, I started making shrubs recently for cocktails. And I can filter them through those towels. Shrubs. It's like simple syrup, but instead oh, okay. of just water, it's also vinegar. So it's got like okay. more complexity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But yes, they do stain. Okay. Yeah. They do stain, but yeah. Towels. Ironing towels. Huh. I don't know. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I know, but I'm just so intrigued by it. I, I'm very curious. And now I wish I could remember who it was so I could go back and just ask why. Oh, there's an ongoing... Do you follow Yashar? That's who it was! 
is that's okay. Who it was. That's <laughs> Oh my god, I need I need to ask. Okay, so there's this community of people on Twitter. I'm sure that you you it's like Andy Richter and Andy Lassner. Yep, yep. It's Andy Richter, right? Yep. And Andy Lassner and all these other like there's like these people who are verified and have many, 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 many followers and they talk among themselves. And Yasha came out. Do you remember when he did this? He's like, what is the proper, or somebody came out and said, what is the proper amount of towels and washcloths a single person should have? Okay. One person. That's the thread that it came up in. Okay. And he, yeah. I, he and, I mean, he answered that question, but then he was the one who said, and you should also iron them. Just trust me. <laughs> and people, and he was just like, one single person should have this many. And he and it was a lot. It was a lot of towels. Oh, yeah. oh, towelage. Like a ton. And that's where I learned what a bath sheet is. I had no idea what a bath sheet oh, yeah, was. Super big towel. I just thought it was just a I didn't know it was called an actual bath sheet. So I didn't know it had a name. Yeah. Um and he was saying something ridiculous about how many washcloths you should have. It was it was and then people were just like, who are you? <laughs> are you taking like, are you taking like four showers a day? What are you doing? <laughs> and he was, he was responding to everyone and going, I'm adamant about this. This is the only proper way to live. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly the, the thread that it came up in. I need to go back to that. Yeah. That's so funny. And he, they will still bring it up in that circle of people. They'll still bring up, oh, no, we're not getting into another bath towel situation, are we? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I wish I could remember what his recommendation was because it it was astronomical. It was a lot of hand, uh, washcloths. Yeah. And then, then that sparked another, another conversation on Black Twitter. Black Twitter is a thing. It is a thing. We know this. We've talked oh, yeah. about this. So, and this came up in... Um, Kisa Kisa's book. Um, I'm I know I'm saying his name wrong. Uh, God, he wrote about Kisa Lehman. Um, and he wrote about growing up and not understanding why white people didn't use washcloths in the shower or bathtub. He would go to his friend's house, his white friend's house, and they didn't have washcloths in their showers. He just did not understand that because you use one washcloth to wash your body and you use a separate washcloth to wash the part of your body that you don't want to get on the rest of your body, if you know okay, what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. How is how is Heather Armstrong deuce afraid to say bottom? Right. I um, mean, the logic yeah. of it makes sense. Yeah, so but then white people were picking it up and going wait a minute i'm supposed to use two washcloths and black twitter was like oh my god y'all aren't using two washcloths what are you and some people were like i don't even use a washcloth (laughs) it was hysterical like for two days all these conversations back and forth of like black twitter was like shaking their heads they're like if i find out another thing that white people do i don't know if i can handle this anymore (laughs) That's awesome. I didn't. I didn't know that. What do you, I mean? White Twitter is like loofahs. Is it? That's my guess. It's got to be. It's like loofahs. No loofahs. Like. Oh loofahs. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I would think that, or just you know, just foaming up with soap. Like bar soap. Bar soap. Yes. Yeah. Or foaming up with, I guess, you know, 
body body wash. Just your hands, though. That's so inefficient. (laughs) I mean, not that showers are necessarily about efficiency, but that just seems like that's a lot. Well, and I have to be very, I have to be very careful because my skin is so sensitive that if I rub too hard or I, I like, I will break out so fast. Like using exfoliating anything on my face, I have to be very, 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 very careful. Um, and so like rubbing with a washcloth, I have to be very, very gentle. <laughs> I'm such a little aging, delicate fucking flower. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to, now I have uh, to give some thought to like washcloth versus loofah. Mm-hmm. Well, the loofah gets really, mm, it's got bacteria and it will grow bacteria very quickly. Yeah, no, I know. I mean that's that's, that's got to be that's got to be what what white I mean I I have a loofah I mean I replace them regularly. <laughs> oh, and when I when I moved in here, he had this. Um, maybe it's a pumice rock. Oh yeah. But it, okay, he has one hanging in the shower, and, and it, so you know when you go to to concerts and they stamp your hand, and sometimes getting that stamp off your hand is like it won't come off. Yeah, it takes days. Yeah. Yeah, well, that that uh, pumice stone will take it off immediately. Because it just gouges it out of your flesh. Well, no, you be very careful. You just very gently rub it, and it will take it right off. Huh. We are learning so much today. We really are. <laughs> I think I need a pumice rock. Yeah. And apparently, like, 400 it's, it's washcloths. Been an, 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 <laughs> it's been an amazing addition to my shower experience, because if anything doesn't come off, like, if I if Marlo you know, write something on my body because she's want to do random right. shit. Um, it'll, it'll take it off immediately. Interesting. It's like a magic mm-hmm. eraser for your body. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. Add that to my list. Yeah. And, uh, there was something else I was going to, no, the way you described her, though, what kind of sheep that was so perfect? Mm-hmm. Oh, because that's Lexton. Still. <laughs> so I don't think she's going to grow out of that. That's just that's just how her brain is going to be. Yeah, and I'm sure people are going to suggest ADD, but I talked to her pediatrician about that, and her pediatrician's like, no, uh-uh. No, she's just, she's just 10. She's just 10. She's just 9. She's just nine. She comes in. I, 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 it's like, you know, it's like you say it over and over and over and over again. And I looked at her this morning and she knew that I was not feeling well this morning. My gut pain for some reason when I wake up it, at its worst. And um, even if I haven't had anything to eat, sometimes it'll just, I'll just be in pain. And she was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm not feeling well. And uh, Pete was driving them to school and I looked at her and I said, listen to me. <laughs> if I have to repeat a hundred times the stuff that you have to do this afternoon, I'm not going to be very happy. Okay. <laughs> I tried to be as gentle as possible. <laughs> I've just started. If there's like five things, I just give him one and then tell him to come to me when he's done. Yeah. Because well, that's yeah. That's, there's no other way. I mean, I, I've sometimes I've handed him a list. I'm like, here's here's your list of things. But oh, yesterday, like she, I, I mean, 
really, honestly, it was like a, it was like a drunk sheep just wandering around the house. Marlo, you need to go read. Marlo, 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 go read. Marlo, go read. And that's when Pete was sort of like, he's sitting next to me on the couch and holding my hand as I'm sort of crying about the pain. And I'm like, you need to practice piano now. You have to practice piano. You have to sit down and practice piano. So she sits down and she starts playing a song from last year. And I was like, is that, is that even in your lesson this week? And she's like, no. And Pete just started dying laughing. <laughs> I mean, she was playing, so. Practice your lesson, hon. Oh, God. <sighs> Lexton, I mean, he'll be sitting. It's a, sometimes, depending on the subject and what he's working on, we'll sit like at the dining table across from each other. And he'll work for five minutes and then he'll stop. And I, I appreciate his honesty, but it's like, I have something to say and it has nothing to do with math. Like then, then you can wait because it's math right now. And that's what your brain needs to focus on. It's like, okay, okay. Five, five minutes later. So I just had a thought like, is it about math? No. Like, oh my God. Just do your math. And it's like that every five minutes. Like to the point where I've told him, like, why don't you bring paper, like set paper beside you and just write, like write a note so that you remember what you're thinking about. And then you can tell me when you're done mm-hmm. because you can't possibly focus on what you're supposed to be focusing on and have these 37 different thoughts. <sighs> Although I, I feel like it was the end of last week, I think. Where he made a comment, I we were working on something. Chemistry. It was chemistry. And he made the comment, he said, I don't find this interesting at all. And I don't think I ever will. But I know that I just need to do it. And I looked at him, it was like, thank God. That <laughs> that is the attitude. I'm sorry you don't like it. But you're right. You do still have to do it. Sometimes that's how life works. And I feel like I have been working toward that moment his entire life. Yeah. Like I, I don't ever want him to end up doing what he doesn't want to do forever. But there's a lot of things in life that you don't really want to do. And you just have to do them. It's, it's just how it yeah. goes. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> getting that across to them is really, really difficult. And Yep. There's certain thresholds that they pass as they get older where, you know, Lita became responsible for all of her homework and I didn't have to remind her and she took that on her herself and she got there before fifth grade. Marlo, she'll go do her math homework, sort of. And now, I'm, now I know that I have to check because um, she took advantage of me the week that I was really, really sick. She, I, I, I'm like, you're responsible for your homework and she didn't do a goddamn thing. Not a single goddamn thing like didn't even half-ass it just didn't do it no she didn't do it and oh man i was i i held it together but i was like super southern parent i was like this is unacceptable and this will not happen again and starting next week you are going to 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 uh boot camp done so. And was she receptive? She has been, except like yesterday, she just was wandering. <sighs> yeah. 
And I, and I guess the frustration of it was because my feet hurt so bad at that point. My headache was hurting so bad and my eye was itching. And, and I, yeah, you know, you know what it's like. That's the thing about being sick. Like even when I was sick, you just kind of, I mean, this is ridiculous because I know it's just not the case, but when you feel shitty, you kind of just think the world owes it to you to just kind of function without mm-hmm. you having to support it for a day. Like I just want everything to, to work out, not flawlessly, but just to keep chugging forward without mm-hmm. me having to drag it along. And that, that's never the yeah. case. I mean, you could be like in a coma and that's not the case, but you want it so bad because you just don't have the 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 brain power to think through and solve the problems like you do when you feel fine. Yeah. Well, and I think you and I have, like I have assumed the role here where I'm in charge of keeping all the things in order, like housewise and all the laundry, wiping down the countertops, like all of that. Like Pete's really good about loading and unloading the dishwasher. He's really good about that. He's really great about cooking meals. but I sort of, I even, I offered to him, like, I, I am in charge of all of this to, like, really, 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 like, add to the feeling of togetherness. And when I got sick, it all sort of went to shit. And then now I've got all this to do. And my feet are like, you cannot do this. Yep. Oh, yeah. Your body will tell you. You're like, nah, you got to listen. I got to get, I got to get better. I got to get better. I've got to get better. I will. I will there get better. Go. There we go. See? I will get better perspective. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, as always, we covered a lot of ground. We did. I guess if anyone, I mean, if you've got strong opinions on bath towels, let us know if maybe you have some suggestions on weed, let us know. No judgment. Clearly. (laughs) Clearly. So whatever the, or if you want to weigh in on like the washcloth loofah debate, that'd be awesome. Or if you iron your bath sheets, please explain why you do that. Because I'm very (laughs) intrigued. So as always, you can email us to stories at manicramblings.com. Or you can find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at manicramblings. And patreon at patreon.com slash manic ramblings and a huge thank you to our new patrons as always it means a lot and you make this entire thing possible yes thank you all and um until next time um (laughs) if you are stuck hurting a rogue drunk sheep around your house trust us you are not Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.